0: Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, May 6th, 2020. I'm Tom Merritt. Microsoft announced its new line of Surface devices. The Surface Book 3 comes with 10th Gen quad-core Intel CPUs and NVIDIA GeForce GTX GPUs and up to 32 gigabytes of RAM. The 13.5-inch Surface Book 3 starts at $1,600 and the 15-inch at $2,300, both available May 21st. The Surface Go 2 has a 10.5-inch display, so a little bigger than the previous previous version, starting at $399 coming May 12th. The Surface Headphones 2 promise better sound and 20-hour battery life for $249. And the wireless Surface Buds are finally here and will sell for $199. Both of those headphones, the Headphones 2 and the Surface Buds, will be available May 12th. A few other accessories were announced as well, including a Surface Dock with USB-C ports May 26th for $259.99, and a USB-C Travel Hub that includes ports for Ethernet, HDMI, and VGA coming later this month for $99.99. Protocol sources say what 9to5Google sources said back in March, that Google will launch an Android TV-powered streaming dongle. Protocol says it will be under the Google Nest brand and have an interface focused on individual shows and movies rather than apps. Meanwhile, 9to5Google sources say Android TV itself will be rebranded as Google TV. Activision Blizzard's quarterly sales rose 21% year-over-year and earned $0.65 a share, beating analysts' expectations. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is to thank. It has sold more copies than any other Call of Duty title at this point after its release. Similarly, EA reported an earnings rise of 12% for the quarter over last year. Ring launched a new version of its entry-level video doorbell. It now includes 1080p video, improved night vision, and motion zones for $99.99, shipping June 3rd. That replicates most of the functions of the more expensive and now discontinued Video Doorbell 2. Ring also offers a new solar charger frame to fit the new video doorbell for $49 coming in July. Twitter is testing a new threaded conversation layout. It uses lines and indentations to try to make it clear which responses are to which tweets in a thread. The new layout will be shown to some iOS and web users. Google announced the first public beta of Android 11 will be talked about in a live stream June 3rd at 11 a.m. Eastern. Google says it will talk about connectivity, controls, safety, security, productivity, accessibility, and more. Alphabet's Loon signed an agreement to integrate with AT&T's worldwide roaming system to provide international data service. One of Loon's main businesses is to provide emergency data service, and it says one of its most time-consuming tasks in emergency response is setting up carrier agreements. So this agreement will give it access to more than 200 of AT&T's global partners. That should help speed things along. Loon, however, must still work directly with local carriers and regulatory agencies, especially for airspace use. Loon's first commercial balloon-delivered inter internet service will come to Kenya soon. Shopify reported its Q1 gross merchandising volume, that's the value of everything sold on Shopify, rose 46% on the year in this past quarter. Shopify says that growth accelerated in April as well, but the company's uncertain how sustainable that trend is given the uncertain economic environment. Shopify noted that in-store sales were down 71% through its platform, but that was balanced out by a 94% rise in online sales. Merchants are downgrading to cheaper Spotify plans, but Shopify is also taking on new customers like Heinz and Lint. Samsung Group heir J.Y. Lee apologized Wednesday for a controversial succession plan and said he will not hand over management rights to his children. He also promised to guarantee labor rights. Lee himself faced sentencing in a bribery case, and that sentencing is being reviewed and could return him to jail. Meanwhile, Samsung's former board chairman, Lee Song-hoon, was jailed in December for sabotaging union activities. Finally, the NFC forum announced the Wireless Charging Specification, or WLC, that lets chargers and smartphones with a single antenna send power at up to one watt wirelessly. Devices can also communicate data over WLC. Its application is seen to be letting phones with NFC wirelessly charge smaller devices like watches and earbuds, but the spec could also work with other devices like PCs and NFC game controllers. Implementations will be a few years away. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to DailyTechNewsShow.com and remember to rate and review Daily Tech headlines wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.